0: It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9 to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna.
1: It's Wednesday, August 31st, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. The last day of August. Yeah. Um, I consider the end of the summer to be the September long weekend. So a couple more days of summer. It's super Mm -hmm. hot here today. Super hot. Um, These podcasts are just getting longer and longer. And I hope you don't mind that. We had a couple long discussions today. We talked about the uh, allegations against Arcade Fire lead singer Wynn Butler. Mm -hmm. There's a Heritage moment. Buck and Pat. Little victories. Totally forgot we even had this segment, but there was something in the news worth celebrating around here recently. Sean is going to quiz me on celebrity voices. I didn't do very well. Uh, Japan is running an ad campaign promoting something that nobody else really promotes at the moment. Some white girl sayings. Uh, the goat of football movies. What do you think it is? First, you're out of context. Clip of the show.
0: Somebody finds you, and oh my god, she's in the soup. <laughs> she's no. She's no. She's died in soup. For Damn mushroom! DNS in 20 minutes or less. I was
2: sitting outside yesterday, and I was sitting in a place with no wind, and it was super hot. And all of a sudden, I started to get this witt- wicked headache, and I was like, oh, it's time to drink some water. But it reminded me of a time I was at the cabin, and uh, one of my sister's friends got heat stroke. Oh. And it was, uh, it was the first and probably the last time that I will ever see somebody pass out into their soup. It was insane. She was talking. She just dropped? Just mid-sentence. She was talking and then she dropped right into her soup and passed out. And I was like, oh my God. Now, I was fairly young at the time, so it was a little bit disturbing, but she, she wound up being totally fine. She we, you know drank water, and she was just, we were in the sun all day. It wasn't even that hot, but she doesn't, I don't think, necessarily go into the sun that much. Yeah. and if Wasn't you're really used to it.
1: Dehydrated the perfect storm. Have you ever had heat stroke? Uh,
2: I have had heat stroke once, and it was awful.
1: Yeah. I had it when I was very young, too. I was at a baseball game, just kind of hanging out, not drinking water, mm-hmm. hot day. Yeah. And then I was like, why am I so sick? Yeah. I feel like I'm dying.
2: Uh yeah, I actually had it at X Fest once. Ah, I was out here. I wasn't working here yet, but I was visiting a friend, and I got heat stroke, and it was awful because I was staying at his place, and he wanted to stay for the show. So I basically slept underneath a picnic table and oh. was trying to because I felt so awful and had nowhere to go. Yeah, it was. That's pretty, rough. Yeah,
1: that's yeah. It's nasty. It's not good. So. It's-
2: yeah this is a reminder of a couple of things okay first make sure you drink water over the next few days because it's going to be very hot and heat stroke sucks and second that no matter who you are and how high and mighty you are it is possible to die via soup okay <laughs> seriously when i saw that i was like this is how you
1: can't be that anybody, easy. Hey?
2: honestly just a little heat stroke and right in your soup and then you're dead
1: and They list your cause of death. Oh, you at a soup? Nope. <laughs> oh, really? What happened? It was the soup. Can you put the that in your butter. will? Like if,
2: if if how I die is really embarrassing, nobody can know. Can you put that in a will? You think? If I like, die write in soup, that right Don't in. tell
1: everybody. Don't tell people that it was. Soup. Don't tell them I died a more noble death.
2: Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Somebody Gosh, finds you and oh my god, she's in the soup. She's no. She's no. Not she's died via
1: soup. soup.
0: Damn mushroom. <laughs>
1: Oh. Because of death, it was yes. at soup. Oh,
0: no. B and S in 20 minutes or less. So
1: the boys and I are working our way through Adam Sandler's old movies. Oh, yeah. We watched The Water Boy the other day. Great, great movie. Yeah, maybe not the most appropriate show for them. Doesn't matter. But uh, all these years later, it's just as funny and just as stupid as it was when I first saw it. Yep. But they wanted to know if I had any more good football movies. Oh. And I said, boys, football movies are some of the best movies out there. So, we are currently watching Remember the Titans. Oh, yeah. Starring Denzel Washington, Mm -hmm. who I realized might have a spot on my Mount Rushmore of male actors. Denzel might be up there. Yeah. Friggin' love Denzel Washington. You're right. Um, He should be up there. But would Remember the Titans be the goat of football movies? (sighs) What's the best football movie ever made?
2: So this is a little tough for me, because as you know, I have a terrible movie memory. Yeah. That being said, uh, my boyfriend Cliff is a big sports guy, and he loves football movies, so he she has would know. showed me some some great ones, and the older ones, and all kinds of stuff. Um,
1: and there are lots. Wikipedia lists 146 movies about football.
2: That's a lot of football movies.
1: Yeah, and we're coming into the... Fall is the heart of football season. We're mm-hmm. coming into it here, so yep. are there any other contenders for the go-to-football movie? Okay, so I remember Little Giants fondly. Oh. I loved Little Giants. Yep. Becky the Icebox O'Shea.
2: Oh, my God. Yes. Yep. Kate <laughs> Love um, Little Giants. I'm trying to think of the other ones that I can actually recall. Because if I can recall them, it means that they must have been pretty damn good. Because, again, I don't have a good memory for this. But Friday Night Lights was another one.
1: Friday Night Lights was so good. But I would almost say the TV show was better than the movie. Oh, I haven't seen the TV show. Oh, Shawna, you would love it. It's Wait, classic. have I? Yeah. There was again,
2: like, I don't know, baby. I
1: don't know how many seasons, but it's so good.
2: Hmm. I don't think i have so good what the hell okay i'm gonna look into that yeah, but the you movie gotta watch that i do remember uh the movie was awesome it people, was great dismissing okay. uh, that one
1: did you ever see we are Marshall with no, matthew mcconaughey i did not see we are Marshall. rebuilding the team after the the original team was killed in a plane crash
2: oh yes i did yeah it's also, so good my boyfriend is listening right now and he's screaming at the radio <laughs> like don't you remember when i showed you that one you idiot it's
1: I know, I let's take a look at the text line here, because there's probably people screaming in other movies. Like, idiotic. Yeah. I think uh, Rudy has to be in the conversation. Totally. Starring Samwise Gamgee.
2: I think a lot of people would put Rudy as as the goat. As
1: the goat? Yeah. yeah. It's, oh, man, you watch Rudy and you don't get chills. It's, I know. You're not human. You're a lizard.
2: Um, I would like to toss in The Blind Side. The Blind Side was excellent, okay. too. I was a big fan of that one, and that one I do recall, because it was newer, so... It's a good movie. The Blind Side was really good. Uh, I think that I have number one though over Rudy. Airbud,
1: okay. golden receiver. Oh. Airbud, golden receiver. Just for the pun alone, it wins. Okay. S <laughs> <laughs> in twenty minutes or
0: less. So
2: this happened a few days ago, but I just saw it. Uh, there was this guy who, to announce his proposal, wrote this on Instagram: "You're not the most beautiful woman. Neither are you the most <laughs> intelligent." Oh, man. But like I've chosen to never find perfection in anyone else, I put my gaze on you.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's radical honesty there.
2: Holy crap, is it ever. So needless to say... <laughs> I really uh,
1: how to butter someone up, eh? Hey? This
2: caught a lot of attention from people being like, dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> okay. He thought it would
1: increase his chances of her saying yes. I don't know. If he reminds her that she's not the most beautiful or intelligent.
2: Like, I'm almost more offended by the intelligent part than the beautiful part. (laughs) Like, you're not the most. You're not the brightest crayon in the box, but, you know, not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'm going to marry you anyway. I mean. So
1: he's trying... It's not... I mean, it's not the way that you woo somebody. No. But he's also not wrong. I don't know who this woman is. Guarantee she's not the most beautiful or intelligent woman in the world. No. None of us are.
2: But you see, if so, you're trying to be realistic, that's not the way to no, go not, about it. No, not you know the what time I
1: mean? either. <laughs> Neither the time nor place. <laughs>
2: Holy crap. It's funny, though, because, like, being realistic is something that I've encountered with a couple of other friends <laughs> in, in ways that kind of shocked me a little bit. Like, one of my friends, when she got engaged... She said that she purposely picked a ring that was quite expensive so that if they were to get divorced, she could sell it.
1: Oh, that seems greasy. And she
2: said this to me, and we that actually... seems
1: real greasy. We
2: got into a bit of a fight about this because I was just like, that's seriously what you're focusing on right now? Like... You just got engaged. You're and You're already thinking about already, the end? And she was mad at me. Well, she's like, I'm just being realistic, is what she said. I'm just being realistic. And I was like... Sounds like you're
1: betting against your own marriage.
2: Totally. That's what I said. She actually was mad at me when I was like, that is... that, And why? No.
1: We- I mean, if you are realistic, a certain percentage of marriages will not work out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But yeah. you want to hope that yours is one of the ones well, that does.
2: And do to- you... To pick a purposely like that's just a greasy as you it's said greasy. a greasy way Super of doing greasy. the whole thing. I do have another friend though
1: that I if her husband or uh, husband wife whoever she's married to I Wife, wondered, yeah
2: or husband rather. I
1: wonder uh, if he knew about that what he would think.
2: I oh honestly cool seriously right and that's just that's just it. I have another friend though who also admitted that him and his partner kind of agreed that like they may not be the one for each other but they're compatible enough to have kids and so they've decided to. Be together and have kids together because they both want kids. It was a kind of another realistic thing where I I heard that and I was like, wow, that's interesting. Uh, does your wife know that you feel this way? But again, just I guess kind of being realistic. That one doesn't make me as upset. No, it's of, well, of, of course, of all of them, it's very, that one is more logical, right? It's,
1: it's very, it's very practical. It's very pragmatic. Yep. We're just like, all right, mm-hmm. maybe we're getting on in our years. We want That's a family. It. it hasn't, haven't met the one, the yep. soulmate, the spark. And oh, again, this you're isn't compatible gonna enough. We don't. So, huh. Yeah. Did you ever have like an agreement with someone where it's like, if we're this age and we haven't found anybody, uh-huh. we will. I had a joking agreement like that with a friend.
2: Yeah, I know I said that to probably a few people. Yeah. Um, I don't remember who they are, though, just which is a problem.
1: Got along well enough that it's like, we could probably yeah. make this work. She's married. I'm married. So it's fine. But
2: Whoever it is, they haven't reached out yet because, I mean, I'm not married yet. You think that all of a sudden I'm just going to get a Facebook message from hey. them? Hey, remember that <laughs> agreement we had when we were... Fourteen, ready for it, it or was binding? You're
1: fourteen, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you can make it work, how many how many marriages stay together for the kids? Yeah, long after you well, know the spark is dead.
2: There are people who try and they want a kid and try to do it single, right? For sure. So Absolutely. this is much easier because then there's two of you to do it. So then you're I, doing you're a team. Yeah, that one's a lot more than. Okay, do not propose saying you're not the most beautiful woman, <laughs> nor the
0: most
1: intelligent. Uh, this is probably the best either of us are going to do. Yeah, what uh. do you think?
0: B and S in 20 minutes or less. We haven't
1: talked about the Win Butler thing, Shauna. No. Do we talk about the Wynn Butler thing?
0: Yeah, it's, uh,
2: I don't know. I suppose so.
1: It's all over the place. It is. And it involves one of the bands that we play heavily. So Uh I'll give you just the quick version of what's going on. So Wynn Butler, of course, is the front man of Arcade Fire. Uh, And a few days ago, Pitchfork published this expose detailing allegations of sexual misconduct against him by four separate accusers, uh, ranging in age from 18 years old to 23 years old and going back to 2016. Unwanted contact sending unsolicited messages and then one occasion of non or one accusation i should say of non consensual touching and Wynn has responded by saying the encounters were consensual mm-hmm. he and his wife and bandmate regine chasson both released statements and he talked about you know his past of drinking and a miscarriage they had and since then there have been calls for the cancellation of arcade fire's world tour which it doesn't look like they're going to do because the first show went ahead in dublin last night yep and several radio stations have pulled their music. Where are you at with this, Shauna? Because you and I are both big fans of their music.
2: I really struggle with this. I do. Because what he did in terms of sending those types of messages, I do not condone at all. Um, it's tough because they're not pressing charges on him. Like, no one is trying to arrest him for that. It's not bad enough for that to to happen not that it shouldn't have happened to begin with, and I, I feel like he should maybe be punished for, you know, sending or doing inappropriate things, but I don't know where you go from there. You know what I mean? Like, do you cancel the band as a whole because of that? I'm not sure. Is there more investigating that should happen to see what did exactly go down? I don't know. It's, uh, it's really tough.
1: I don't know, like, legally where they stand. It seems like of the four accusations, maybe only one would rise to the occasion of sexual assault.
2: Well, and I'd, I'd heard, I thought, that they weren't going to try and press charges or through anything. The legal so system? it was just kind of releasing this into the world, and to then so that's where know. it's supposed to, to stay.
1: I mean, the Pitchfork article, if you read it, it's long uh, and potentially disturbing for some people, but it's the very thorough reporting, and you can tell that they made a real effort to corroborate the timelines they you know they spoke to friends of the accusers they saw messages between win butler and these women um, and it's, I mean, it's it's weird to read too though because it goes point by point and says like this is what the accuser said happened this is what win said happened right. this is what the accuser said happened this is what win said happened so i mean win went through a pr firm mm-hmm. so they obviously had advance warning that this story was going to come and you know he had an opportunity to respond to some of these accusations right um yeah, I don't I don't know where it goes from here. The one thing I found interesting about the the article and some of the discussion around it is that so much was made of the age difference between the accusers and Win Butler. You know, they were in their late teens, early 20s, he was in his mid to late 30s when all of this happened, and people were talking about the power imbalance between an artist and a fan of that band. Right. And I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because nobody involved here was underage everyone yeah. was legally an adult i mean it sounds like it's a bit greasy what he was doing for sure in mm-hmm. terms of like messaging younger women and stuff but especially when he was married but then again we don't know the details of of his marriage and the arrangements that they have but like do adults not have agency do yeah like at what age are you able to decide who you want to be with
2: yeah, like, if he took advantage of the age gap in some way, then that's a little bit different. How do you prove that? Well, that's that's just it, right? Like, again, yeah, if you use that to your advantage, then that is a problem. But how do you know? Like, there are lots of people who have huge gaps in in age and aren't yeah, being are- taken advantage of.
1: So how do you know? Yeah. How do you know? And I mean... To, to talk about you know the relationship between a fan and a and an artist, I, so he's famous. It, are, are celebrities only allowed to hook up with other celebrities lest there be a power imbalance?
2: And once again, like if he was using threats, right? And he was using totally his power. that's different. Totally, totally different. That's not. Yeah, but if he wasn't, did he even know the ages of the? These girls at the time.
1: There was one instance where he said he Googled one of the girls to make sure she was of age. So okay. that's like where we're talking about it getting a little greasy. Yeah. If you're Googling to see if someone is old enough, yeah, then that's they're maybe not old. Yeah. Enough. The whole but
2: thing is greasy. Don't get me it's wrong. Super it's super
1: greasy. Yeah. It's and just, But I mean, does it? Does the band deserve to be canceled over that? Like, I, know. I really hope we don't pull their music from the station. But I've said before, I've I've never had trouble separating the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. I can still enjoy music from an artist that I know isn't a good person. Yeah. Um, and it's like it is great music it's some of the best Canadian stuff out there so I would I know be very sad if we lost that
2: yep huh it's I know It like will there will there be more from this is what I'm curious of and in that case maybe you know then but if, if it kind of just ends here if it was just let's release this into the abyss and that's where it stands then I'm not not sure what to do from the bns and 20 minutes or less
0: podcast
2: i stumbled across this graphic yesterday beckler that has all the white girl quotes in the world i swear (laughs) like it just it hit me in the face with white girl it was like a salmon slapping me in the face of white girl quotes i was like (laughs) holy crap yeah that's what i felt like it almost took me out i of course wanted to present this to you so please i'm I'm just gonna fire these
1: off are you ready for this don't even stop for ratings, just go with it yeah okay
2: hope is a walking dream Change your life by changing your heart. Write your own story, Ooh. one defining moment. The world is but a canvas to the imagination. <laughs> you go, go with all your heart. A smile warms the heart and the soul. Dream soar on the winds of imagination. Oh, Cherish my. yesterday, dream about tomorrow, live for oh, today. yes! Live life as if it was created just for you. Oh! Yeah, girl, yeah! Yeah, it is! <laughs> Wow. I know. It escalated there. Holy it really crap. really did. What was the last one? Live life as if it was created just what for you. What is that
1: even mean? I don't even know. I don't know, know. But Put my... it on an Instagram caption. Yep. Of a photo of her looking pensively out over a valley in the mountains. And
2: oh, my God. <sighs> I
1: just like... we oh, her in here.
2: It's, again, a salmon. A salmon just...
1: Ah! I'm just ah, like... Oh! So. I'm just like riddled with with bullets of white girls saying. Yeah, sayings yeah you are. You can't even move anymore. That's yeah. That's it. No.
2: So I'm just gonna rate these all collectively because I mean, honestly. Please do. How many turquoise KitchenAid mixers out of ten does that one get? Man, a lot. How many TikTok <laughs> mug cake
1: recipes out of 10? <laughs> Nine TikTok mug cake recipes out of 10. John, <laughs> oh, in. How
0: many burrata heirloom tomato recipes out of 10? You give me these. The BNS and 20 minutes or less podcast.
1: I was reading this article yesterday. Um, so Japan, like many countries, has a sin tax mm-hmm. on products like alcohol and tobacco. And those taxes, I guess, account for a not insignificant portion of Japan's total tax revenue. But there's a bit of a problem Young people in Japan aren't drinking as much anymore. And part of it, I guess, is because... I mean, same
2: goes for here, right?
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if like we're also seeing this issue with like a loss of tax revenue from sin taxes, but this is, part of it is that people are just trying to live healthier. Yep. And the, another part of it is that Japan had a real big culture of going out and drinking with your boss and your colleagues after work.
2: Yeah,
1: I think you and I have even talked about that on the show before.
2: And I witnessed it firsthand when I was in Japan. It was crazy because people would be passed out in their work uniforms, like at the train stations at two in the morning, because there it was seen as rude if you left mm. before your boss. So if you went out drinking with your boss and your boss was a boozer, you would be out till 2 a.m. <laughs> with your boss. Like it was rude to leave. So it was crazy.
1: Well, the issue is that COVID has really put a damper on that because that
2: makes perfect sense. people yeah. weren't
1: going out. And as a result, the country has lost all this this money. Uh, 50% less Syntax collected than when it peaked in, 20, or in 1994. Wow. And they said 40 years ago, like 5% of Japan's total tax revenue came from Syntaxes. And now it's like 1.7. So they're looking at ways to like make up for this lost revenue. And what they've come up with is an ad campaign encouraging young people to drink. No. Yes. Oh, my God. From the government. From the government. Well, to that's try to the make...
2: opposite of what everyone else is doing, isn't it?
1: It sure is. Holy. So the way it's going to work, it's called uh, Sake Viva is the name of the, okay. the the program and named after sake, of mm-hmm. course. But and
2: Viva Life, yeah.
1: They've invited people in their 20s and 30s in Japan to submit ideas for like new drinks and how they can promote drinking at home. And then they're going to take the best ideas and turn those into government-sponsored ad campaigns to try to get young people drinking again. Wow. Which is really just kind of... That
2: is something else.
1: Completely backwards, isn't it? Yeah. What is that going to sound like? Hey, kids. Have you heard of this fun new trend? It's called getting liquored up.
2: You drink some booze, do a lot of real stupid things, then get blackout.
1: And if you're really lucky... You'll get to puke in a bush on the way home.
2: The good news is, when you do make a fool of yourself, there's a good chance you won't remember the next morning. Although your friends might.
1: Booze. Try it. A message from the government of Japan.
0: S in 20 minutes or less.
1: It's funny that we talked about this on the same day that uh, a Canadian study was released recommending Canadians consume fewer than six drinks a week. Is that correct, Sean?
2: Yeah, they're saying
1: two Two drinks a week
2: Two drinks a week is ideal Because that is low health risk involved Six they consider now Moderate health risks involved And it's funny because the previous guidelines If you remember Were 10 drinks for women and 15 drinks for men per week. That A was week. kind of their recommendation, which everybody kind of used to laugh at and being like, oh, that seems pretty low. Uh, and now they're saying six is moderate and two is the number of drinks if you want to. That's a big difference. It's
1: huge difference. Now the old recommendations like fifteen for men. I'm assuming that was spaced out across the whole week. Yes. It wasn't like don't drink for six days and then drink fifteen on Friday. No, and that was they
2: always you know came out with studies saying like this is problematic because you don't want to binge drink that also very unhealthy. But yes, if you spread out the fifteen drinks throughout the week, they were saying that that's good.
1: Two a night and three on Friday. Right. Yeah. Uh,
2: Yeah. Now they're saying nope. Even that's not good. Uh,
1: Far less is better. So. Um. You wonder if the alcohol industry, like if the alcohol lobby had anything to do with the prior recommendations. You know? Because alcohol is big, big business. Mm -hmm. And is it impossible to think that... Maybe they didn't have a bit of influence in some of these studies.
2: Although they're saying in this that um they used to think there was actually some advantages to alcohol and that was part of
1: why Did that they that not also be from the alcohol industry though. The yeah, tobacco perhaps. industry used to tell you there were advantages to smoking. Yeah, that's true. Um, i don't know i'm just i'm just speculating i have no proof of that or anything i'm just i'm just wondering yeah they're saying that, much that money's involved
2: the pandemic obviously is what kind of uh spurred this new study as well because they're saying that people were drinking a lot more and a lot oh of people you don't say being locked home with
1: no hope right like,
2: didn't, didn't turn people to drinking and so of course now they're saying a lot of people who drank more are continuing to drink more and they haven't like kind of you know although i guess in japan it had the opposite
1: effect Yeah. Right. The pandemic caused people to drink far less. Maybe it's just a cultural difference. I drank
2: far less during the pandemic. Did you? Yeah, because I I drink socially. So I go out and drink when I'm by myself and at home alone. uh, I don't drink. I don't ever like pour
1: myself my own drink. So I drank way less. Man, I would be so far past these new recommendations, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah, me too. Like, I have... I generally have a drink or two a night, usually one with dinner, sometimes one while I'm prepping the show before dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, and then quite a few more than that on the weekends, especially if we're, like, going out and doing something, then it can really run away. And I just, like... Yeah. I can handle a lot of alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if I am going out for a big night out, it will turn into pff, double-digit drinks easily, right? Yep. So... yeah. I don't know, maybe this is a bit of a wake-up call to, to cut back. I mean, it's been a, it's been a heavy drinking summer for us. We've just had a lot going on. Yeah. But, I don't know, maybe this is a, an opportunity to try to cut back here and see how that goes.
2: Yeah, I was actually considering doing, you know, a few weeks off of drinking just because why not? But uh, I don't know why I didn't get around to it yet, but I, yeah, I think I This is I a will.
1: good time of year to do it, too. Yeah. Like, you could go from now until Halloween without really drinking and probably not notice. You say that. Unless you're like a first year university student, and there's all mm-hmm. those parties going on. And we stuff, have a
2: but... ball tournament coming up, though, and that's that's a big <laughs> drinking event as well. Like, let's be honest. Ball tournament? Yeah. yeah. Like that is part of. I mean, ball tournament. That is what it is. Really, it's it's drinking.
1: But other than that, I mean, September and most of October are just, like... It's true. Just months. You could also take a big break from Halloween to Christmas. Mm. That's another good spot on the calendar to it's do it. true, yeah. I find like people often do it in January. They'll do, like, a dry January or dry February, just because Christmas is come and gone and your New Year's resolutions and stuff. But that's, that's such a dark time of year. I was year. say, like, it's
2: the most depressing time to get off drugs. I mean, although it is a depressant, so I suppose maybe that would help.
1: Yeah, maybe sometimes going out for a toot with a friend can help liven you up a little help lift your mood in in the darkest part of winter but I don't know whatever works for you I think like I'm surprised at how many people I know who don't drink at all and some of them are recovering alcoholics some of them aren't yeah some of them are just people who have chosen that it's not it's not for them it's not what they want to spend their money on it's not how they like to feel yep I don't know. You could probably take a page out of their book, too. The
0: BNS
2: and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was looking for this commercial yesterday, and I stumbled across this guess the celebrity on their voice quiz. Okay. And I was like, oh, this could be fun. Think you could give it a go?
1: So I just have to identify the celebrity based on the sound of their voice. You
2: do. And this is going to be rapid fire because I picked some fairly easy ones. I just, I don't know how good you are with voices. I think you're
1: pretty good, though. So I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You're way better. Even when people call, like there are people that I have talked to once a week for years on this show, and I was still like, "Who's this?" And they're like, "It's so and so." We talk all the time, and, and I'm you're like, "You're yep. like, yeah." <laughs> <Back> <laughs> What's alert. wrong with you? Backwards? Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, maybe you won't do, do so good, but let's let's get into it. Here's the first one.
1: So basically, what I'm saying is like, you have the opportunity to try. And he's Johnny Dip.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's a good start.
1: Oh, when I was 14 years old, and I remember it being a sort of a traditional romance story.
2: Oh.
1: A little more. Time. But picking it up again as an adult, I really was fascinated with the tragedy of Gatsby. You know, the idea. Oh, that gave it away. Yep. It's Leonardo DiCaprio. Totally. Made, I
2: don't know. No, no, no. wouldn't have I, known. Oh, no, there you
1: go. And I've made uh, somewhat of a study of this. Uh, tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know if an actress can do her best work until I've slept with her. What was the clip from? Um, <laughs> that's an interview. Yesterday. Wow, okay. Uh, who is that? Robert Downey Jr. Ah. Uh, and I've made uh, somewhat of a study of this. Uh, t- you can kind I should have known that. Yeah. yeah, that's Iron Man.
0: Yeah, but it's tough. Yeah. You visit the border and there's 60,000 refugees and then you go back and there's a million and then you go back and there's 2.7 million is a tough and now one. there's 9 million displaced and...
1: Geez, I don't know. Angelina Jolie. No, I wouldn't that, have got that one.
0: No, and
2: she doesn't really have an overly distinct So That's pretty tough. It was someone said it online and it spread like wildfire to the point where people have asked me or, you know, oh, so your DJ name's D- DJ. And I've had to constantly tell people that that's not.
1: I suck at this.
2: <sighs> no, you don't. You've Who's been doing that? Elijah Wood. That's I, Frodo. Yes. Also, he... He's
1: not using his Frodo voice. Otherwise, I, I would have got it.
2: I also cut off because he said DJ Frodo.
1: People oh. used to call him DJ. And, he,
2: and I was like, nope, you can't. That's a good dad giveaway. I
1: should have so, known.
2: That's the one. I, I'm i a little embarrassed for you, to be honest. I don't know fine. if it's
1: that I'm wearing headphones right now and I'm hearing it okay. very close. Like, closer than you'd ever hear these people talk. <laughs> it's getting defensive. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> i I didn't get Frodo.
2: Mm, some yeah, okay. people say to me. When are you going to become a citizen? Of, you know, you're an American citizen. And I just can't even think of it. Uh... You know, I'm real
1: proud of the fact. Michael J. Fox? Yeah, there you go. All right.
2: Okay, and last one. I,
1: I don't think I can pull off the J.
2: I was 16 when I found out at SAG I couldn't have my own name. That's either you six-
1: or <laughs> Emma Stone. It's you or Emma Stone. The one of the two. Of the- You're not part of Screen Actors Guild, though, so I'm guessing it's Emma Stone. It's
0: Emma Stone, Stone for yeah, sure. V and in 20 minutes or less.
1: Little victories. Oh. 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 What's this? It's been a while since we had a little victory. To be honest with you, I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Not that there hasn't been anything to celebrate No, recently. there's been I lots. Just I just forgot just, yeah. that we had this segment. But so silly. I read this headline that I was like, well, this is great news. Uh, and it's actually, I don't even think really that little. It's kind of a big one. But farmers in the province are looking at big bumper crops this year. Oh, because if you recall, last summer was a drought. Yep, and many farmers took a big, big hit. It was one of the worst years in in a long time for them. But this year, wheat in the wheat in the province is expected to be up almost eighty percent from last year. Holy crap! Canola is expected to be up almost fifty percent. Yeah, and of course that's compared to a a really bad year. But they say when you average it over the last five years, it's still going to be a very good crop. And I remember, even my uh, my mother in law was out here a few weeks ago, and she said when she drove from Saskatchewan to Calgary, she said that she's never seen the canola so so thick and lush. my gosh so like, She said it was like falling over. It was so, the, the 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 crops were so tall. Oh,
2: that's awesome.
1: So that is excellent news. That is
2: great news.
1: As one of the places that produces much of the world's food, right? Yeah. Right here in the Canadian prairies. So
2: that yeah. is a that is not a little. That's a that's big, big, victory. Big, big victory. Big victory. Big victory.
0: VNS in 20 minutes or less.
2: So the Blue Jays broadcast auction is about to kick off, and uh, one of the prizes is a fishing trip in Florida with Buck Martinez. Wow! With Blue Jays broadcaster Buck Martinez, a full trip, a full trip. So the bidding starts at thirteen thousand dollars. Okay, which is insane, but uh, it includes, I guess, three days of fishing. You get two dinners with Buck Martinez as well, four nights accommodation. You get these chartered fishing trips out in Florida. I mean,
1: So you're out on the water with Buck for three days? Is he with you the whole time?
2: Yeah, I assume you go in and out during the day, but you'd be there for a chunk of time each day, right? Because those fishing trips, they, they do take full days. They're quite from,
1: extensive. From Buck's perspective, what if you get out there and the person who won the auction Sucks. Is it cool? Yeah, and you're like, oh, man, I'm stuck out here for three days with this person?
2: Yeah, it's a little risky
1: when you think about <laughs> it. It hey? sure like,
2: is. Hopefully but there'd the- be a way that he could pull
1: the chute. Like, yeah, oh, I've had an emergency. I, uh, I've e- had an emergency. I'll have to leave now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it would be amazing to just have kind of, fishing to you. Well, that's just it, right? Like if Buck and, What if Buck and Pat were, were out there for you? Like, to oh, be out God, there on I the water that.
1: for three days with Buck listening to his sultry baseball accent and just Talking baseball while fishing? Oh, that is so bad. That sounds pretty nice. Should be a little day on the water, and although the fish aren't biting, it's nice to spend some quality time with a new friend. I've got
2: no pants on, Buck. This is just phenomenal.
1: We thought we had a nibble about an hour ago. Turns out the line was just snagged on a piece of seaweed.
2: I've already had 15 beer, and I'm I'm pretty somber.
1: You know, people who say baseball is slow have never had a day of fishing without the fish. I'm I might just
0: fall off the boat later to give you something to catch. DNS and S in twenty minutes or less.
1: A country heritage moment. <laughs> Sometimes it's not the businesses or high-profile residents who shape a city, but the eccentric characters who become local celebrities within the downtown core. And one such example was Arthur Dyson.
2: Arthur lived a life of obscurity until 1973 when he won a road race put on by the Calgary Herald. The thing is, Arthur was 68 at the time, and the race was an over-60 seniors race.
1: Dyson had decided to take up marathon running at 65 years old to help lose some weight. And he decided that he would keep doing it until he won a world record.
2: He was raised in orphanages in England after his dad passed away and mom was stricken with dementia. He was a child of the welfare system until he was in his teens when he was eventually shipped to Canada, as was the case with many orphans who weren't adopted by a family.
1: It was part of a human export scheme that Britain held, shipping orphans to other parts of the British Empire which dealt with the cost of a surplus of unhoused children. Dyson first worked at a farm in Ontario and then spent four years traveling west trying to find other work.
2: He arrived in Vancouver in 1929, but everyone was poor at the time and he had a difficult time finding a job. So he spent his time traveling in boxcars attempting to find a hot meal and a place to lay his head.
1: At age 35, he tried to enlist in the army, but he had fractured his leg in a farming accident and wasn't accepted. Eventually, Dyson landed in Calgary, where he decided to jog every single day regardless of weather or circumstance.
2: He would often sleep on park benches by day and jog when it was cooler at night in the winter he would sleep at a shelter at night and jog during the day and when the temperature dropped below minus 20 he would jog indoors through the plus 15 pathway system in the downtown core
1: arthur also had a very unique style while jogging he wore a bright orange wig that put ronald mcdonald to shame he garnered the attention of many newspapers who called him the oldest active marathon runner in canada and the fourth oldest in the world
2: Unfortunately, on a cold night in 1985, he lost a toe due to frostbite, but continued to run despite this. When he was 83, his running career finally ended when he broke his leg. Even though he didn't get a world record, he was taken care of by a number of fans at a nursing home, and he lived there for the rest of his life.
1: He was known as a bit of an escape artist at the home, but he was allowed to stay despite his escapades and won over the hearts of anyone who encountered him.
0: This has been a Calgary Heritage moment.